North Pole Hotline, Mrs. Claus here. My holiday shopping list is so big, I can't wait for Black Friday. Get to Old Navy's biggest sale of the year starting tomorrow. Old Navy? Beat the crowds for 50% off your entire purchase. 50% off? Plus, this Friday only, Old Navy's famous cozy socks are just a buck in stores. Old Navy's giving $1 for every pair sold up to a million dollars to boys and girls clubs. So I can do good, look good, and get 50% off your entire purchase at Old Navy and OldNavy.com. Valid 1121 to 1123. Exclusions apply. See store for details. Cozy socks valid 1123 in stores only. Limit 10. Blog Talk Radio. Hello, welcome to another episode of Dr. Low Radio. I'm your host, Dr. Lauren Noel, and it's so great to have you back on the show. And uh, we're doing kind of a special show tonight. We're doing all about happy holidays, how to have a healthy holiday, and how to stay uh, how to stay sane during the holiday. Uh, <laughs> uh, I have to preface this by saying I've seen. I think 18 patients today, so I'm kind of running on fumes at this point, and it's live radio, so you just never know what's going to happen. So we will just take it away, and I have a special show, a special guest on the show tonight. I actually have my mom on the show. We got Mama Noelle in the building, and uh, she was on the show, I think, a couple years ago, so we're bringing her back on to do round two and just share a little bit of what we do for Thanksgiving and how you can have a healthy Thanksgiving. We can actually let this extend into Christmas because it's probably similar advice for both holidays, and uh, how to manage stress, and uh, a little bit more on intentional celebrating how to actually, you know, connect with each other and make it a little bit more intimate than just the typical, you know, everyone's looking at their cell phones, not talking. So we'll talk a little bit about that tonight, and also how to keep your immune system strong so you're not getting sick during the holidays. Before we dive into that, just want to share a few fun announcements coming up. Number one is the Shine Retreat. We're going to be taking it to the international level with Shine Natural Medicine. We're going to be going down to Nicaragua uh, in March this year, this coming year. And details to be announced, but if you're interested in doing that and spending a week with me down in the, um, I guess it's not tropics, Caribbean. No, that would be, uh, I don't know, yeah, in the tropical area. <laughs> um, go over to shinenaturalmedicine.com and sign up for our email updates, and we'll keep you in the loop on all of that. Also, we've been posting a lot more on Instagram and Facebook lately, so take a look at us over there. Instagram, we're at Shine Natural Med, and on Facebook, Shine Natural Medicine. And I've also been having a lot of fun on on Snapchat. Like I said, I think I'm the only person in their 30s doing Snapchat, but I think it's really fun. So if you want to follow what I'm up to, I actually show you how I make my IV therapy bags, a little bit about just you know, what I'm eating throughout the day, just some fun little health tips I share over on Snapchat. So you can follow me at Healthy Low. That's Healthy L-O. And I'll follow you back, and we can stay in each other's worlds, and it's kind of fun. Crazy what technology does nowadays. So on to tonight's show, we have my mama in the building, and she's actually sitting next to me. Usually my guests, we have it on the on the phone, but we figured, why not just sit next to each other? My mom and dad are actually visiting me right now from Colorado. So uh, we're going to have a, kind of a chill Thanksgiving this year, which I think she's very excited about. And welcome to the show, Mom. Welcome Welcome to Dr. Lowe Radio. Thank you, Dr. Lowe. It's <laughs> exciting to be here. I'm so glad to be here with you for Thanksgiving. Normally, my mom actually listens to the show over in Colorado, so it's kind of fun to have her right here with a professional mic and everything. I'm kind of in the big league right now. <laughs> I always thought my mom should actually be a, um, an actress because she's kind of like Miss Comedy. People Actually, when I was a kid, my friends would come over just to hang out with her, and I was kind of like an, an afterthought, so... Thanks for well, taking taking the attention. Your father told me to take it on the road, but I didn't mean he told me to leave. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> well, he said that he actually fell in love with her laugh. That was 
one of the, the biggest things that's kind of kept them together is humor through all of it. So what, what was holidays like when you were growing up? Grace of wrath. Really? We, were poor, we were poorer than dirt. <laughs> My brother and I would fight over, we didn't know why we just had one leg. Most people have two, but we only had one, I guess. You mean uh, one turkey leg? Yeah, I okay. guess I guess the uncle grabbed one and ran with it or something. But we were very poor, and it was always a, a big deal if we had a can of cranberry wow. sauce. So, but you know, I was reflecting on past dinners for Thanksgiving, and I, I was thinking to myself, you know, when you're a child, you never know you're poor until you become an adult, mm. a stinking adult. You look back and go, I was really poorer than dirt, but. I never knew it, and the food was actually pretty awful, but I loved my parents. I loved the craziness of Thanksgiving, and I, I thought to myself, how can I get back there in today's world? Mm. And the word that came up more than anything when I was reflecting on it was intentional. Mm. To be intentional about actually why we even do Thanksgiving. Yeah. You know, family is so important to each and every one of us. And if it's not, it needs to be. That mm -hmm. intention needs to be labeled on each of our family members. You know, I was thinking today as I'm driving around getting things in preparation for Thanksgiving dinner and how casual it was for me. This is the very first time I've had a casual uh, plan I had Thanksgiving and, you know, I, I was rejoicing in the fact that I was really enjoying myself. Mm. I wasn't mad at everybody that was in front of me in the cars. <laughs> I wasn't, you know, looking at the grandma in front of me that was, wasn't even going to move over or let my cart get by. Nothing bothered me. And because I decided to actually plan, what are my intentions with this Thanksgiving? Mm -hmm. You know, I wanted it to be more of when I look at my family members that sit across from me, thinking, well, they're not even eating this food. You know how much money I spent to buy this food and how much time I tried to, to, you know, I put into this, into their life to make this holiday so wonderful for them. And I'm thinking, I'm missing the whole reason for Thanksgiving. Mm. Thanksgiving. Yeah. It's never really been Thanksgiving. It's been, get out of my house, I'm tired of you. And you're not even appreciating anything. Yeah. Instead of rejoicing in the fact that, they're my family, or even their friends. Lauren used to bring people to the house that I had no idea who they were, and then you tell me later on, oh, Mom, he's on probation, but he needs a place to eat. <laughs> and I'm just, okay, well, yeah, he needs a place to eat. Do you think he'll forget our address? <laughs> Do you remember that, yeah. Lauren? But you always let them in. Because I wanted to feed people. Yeah. You know, I think people that show up at your table that you didn't invite... It's kind of exciting, yeah, because they they appreciate their intentions, yeah, are to be fed, mm. and family members are we're just used to it. It's a routine, you know. We we need to forget about routines. We need to forget about the pressure of things that have to look so amazing on the table, and remember, we gave birth to these family members of our children. We love and adore them. We have brothers that we don't we hope they don't even show up. There are family members we hope they don't even show up. Mm -hmm. But you know, you have to just stop and look at that family member and realize God created that person and he happened to put them in your family. Mm -hmm. So why not love and adore them and truly look into their eyes and see the soul of who that person is? Maybe that person doesn't want to be at your house either. 
But, you know, make the best of it. I, I think it's just the year of, not just the year, but it's my life, and maybe I'm speaking because I'm 64 years old, but I'm, I'm grabbing the nuggets of gold of what family really is to me. Mm. You know, it's I don't want to think about these people at their funeral, of the things I should have done and the things I should have said. I want to be able to have that opportunity to love them on Thanksgiving. Mm. Yeah, you know? I think I think you brought up a really, really key thing of how your childhood was where you guys are poorer than dirt, but you were there with each other, you were connected, you're spending time with your family. And how fast forward, you know, 50 plus years later, you're not poorer than dirt. You have a lot of, you know, luxury of being able to have the kind of dinner that you want. And yet you can look around at people in your family and have this resentment, like, put down your phone and enjoy my food that I made for you. You know, it's like you have all the food and, and everything, but there's still, it's like it's almost you're less connected now, even with all this luxury that's possible. So where do you think that, you know, technology comes into this? Because I, I know for myself, it's it's a huge distraction for me. I mean, I spend more time sometimes on Snapchat or texting people than hanging out with my family. And I know, and I, and I know that I'm guilty of that. And I, I think a lot of people around my same age are in the same boat. And even some people who are older now who are more involved with Facebook and internet and everything. Um, I know you've been a little bit of the Facebook I know. I have, to, I have to find a meeting. <laughs> she needs to go to Facebook Anonymous. But. I do. <laughs> you know, I, I put it down for, it's been two days now, and I don't have the shakes. <laughs> but I'm wondering what everybody's thinking right now. Yeah, I know. I notice when I when I uninstall those apps, I, I just feel happier. It's funny. So where do you, where do you think that technology comes into this? And, um, you know, is, is Thanksgiving doomed? Is Christmas doomed with all this? I mean, what are, how do we kind of, bring the intention back to a world of technology? Well, I think when your family members and friends come to your house and you greet them at the door with um, deposit your phone and your iPad and whatever else takes you away from your family into a basket. And if you have to, lock it. Mm. And trust me, people socially, they don't even know how to talk to each other anymore. Mm. They don't even know how to love each other anymore. It's like, well, wait, maybe I'll let that person know. I, I'll send them a little heart, even though I am in the next room. I just want them to know I love them. Well, nothing says I love you like a hug, mm. like like a nice, uh, kind word said to somebody, uh, a hug and a kiss on the cheek. And, and, you know, tell that elderly relative of yours that really doesn't see themselves even having a purpose anymore. Tell them they have a purpose. Mm. Tell them what they are to you and, and what they mean to you. I think we don't know how to do relationships anymore because of all the tech stuff. Mm. And I think at the, at, at the end of one's life, none of that's going to matter. Mm-hmm. None of it at all. What's going to matter is, you know, how much you loved family and how much you were loved. Mm. Yeah. And I know that it's it's easy to forget to tell people what they mean to you because you can you can love people so much but not say it. I know sometimes for myself, I'll, I'll uh, it's almost like my 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 friends know how much I love my parents, but sometimes it's it's like it doesn't come as natural to say it all the time, and it's just my that's just my own my own communication thing. And I think that sometimes, and I, I know people feel this way too, that it's almost easier to be nice to your acquaintances than to your close family sometimes. And people listening, I'm just encouraging you to, um, you know, to take it on this year to acknowledge every single person who comes over for Thanksgiving or for Christmas, acknowledge them for, for one thing. 
acknowledge them for something, something you appreciate about them, something you love about them. And just look and see the reaction you'll get. I'm sure, you know, definitely surprise can happen on the other end, especially if they're not used to, you know, to hearing that. And it might be something you've thought all along, but you just haven't said. But if you don't say it, they don't know. So, you know, I'll, I'll take on that challenge, if you guys do too, of just acknowledging this acknowledgement challenge, acknowledging every single person that you come across during your holiday time of something that you appreciate about them, something you love about them. You give them a hug. If you hug someone for 20 seconds, oxytocin becomes released. That's a bonding hormone. But that means you got to hold for about 20 seconds. So not just a little, you know, pat on the back and see you later, but like really hug. Really hug and feel that and take, take in the love. And that didn't cost you anything except your time. Yeah. Time has... Uh... Time is what heals the heart. It's what puts the cushion around the heart <laughs> is when somebody decides to love on you, you know, and, and truly they decided, you know, this is going to take, what, 20 seconds to give this person a hug and let them know that they mean something to them. You can't do that with an app. Mm. I'm sorry. Mm. Yeah. You just can't. And the, the oxytocin is released on both sides. So even if you go and hug someone, you're still getting that release too. And that's that euphoria hormone. It makes you happy. You know, it's the same hormone that's released when a baby latches on when it's breastfeeding. It's the same hormone that's actually released during orgasm. You know, you know. Let's not even go there, Mom. <laughs> I'm just saying it's that bonding. That's a whole love. different show, and that's not with Mom and Noel. <laughs> oh, please. <laughs> so, so yeah, I, I like this. I think I like starting this off with the intention of, of just reminding it what it's all about, and um, you know, I think having. That's what one thing I love about holidays. I think we should be loving each other this way every day, but I think holidays are a good reminder to bring it back to what it's all about. It's, it's just that, you know, it's easy to kind of get off track. So talking a little bit more about holidays and things that come along with it, stress can be an all-time high during this time as, you know, people are kind of struggling a little bit more financially. There's more, you know, uh, expenses that come along with the holidays. Oftentimes there's travel, there's gifts with uh, Christmas time coming up. So what are ways that you've managed stress, Mom? You you tend to hold it together pretty well. What do you do? Well, I love Motown music. (laughs) I just turn on the music, and hopefully not a lot of people are there yet because I like to dance in my kitchen. Mm. I realize that is a great ingredient in my food (laughs) if I'm dancing. Mm. I just get tapped into my memory bank of just, Loving to dance and the memories of when I was a young woman, it energizes me. So I love Motown. Mm-hmm. I love disco. I, I love Frank Sinatra. I think if you turn that music on in your house, it just kind of gets you in a better mood. Mm-hmm. And stress has no business being there anyway. If you're going to bathe your holiday in stress, don't do it. Mm. Don't even have the dinner. If you can't do it with a, you know, a thankful heart and excited about doing it, and you're you're dreading it. Don't do it. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of people out there that cook. Have it delivered. Right. <laughs> totally. So stress. And and it's easy for me to say that because I'm an older woman, and I was very stressful. I used to sit across from my mother-in-law and go, Oh my God, if she could, she'd spit that stuffing out of her mouth right now. <laughs> but she didn't. She swallowed it, and I'm like, Yay, celebrate. <laughs> so I I just. <laughs> You know, my mother-in-law was a fabulous cook. Mm. She had pants. I couldn't even describe what these pants were all about. She knew how to, she was gourmet and everything was just sensational. And that's what my husband was used to eating. And 
Then he met the love of his life, which was from Hillbilly Haven. So I've come a long ways in, in what I've tried to do, but at the same time, I've learned as I've gotten older and wiser that, you know, I'm doing it for you. If you don't like it, go find somebody else that you like it from. I'm, I'm you know, I can only do. What artist do you like to play as your Motown favorite? Oh, I have. To, I love Brothers Johnson. Mm-hmm. I love. Um, well, I don't know. Earth, Wind, and Fire. Earth, Wind, and Fire. That's just a given. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, Commodores. I like, oh, Commodores. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. I loved all of them, and I still love them all. And but it just makes me happy. I think that's what you do. You do whatever you need to do in your kitchen that makes you happy. Yeah. Put on a splash of perfume that you like a certain smell. Mm-hmm. Put on some uh put on the diffuser and let some oils come out and mm-hmm. you know, absorb your your nose and <laughs> absorb your nose. <laughs> Before we did, we actually went on the air, we we put on some serenity oil, which I personally love serenity. My mom hates it, but I like lemon. She likes lemon. She likes grapefruit and orange. More the citrus. I love those too, but Castrenity is really nice because it has the vanilla and I like frankincense. Yeah, frankincense is nice too. So yeah, use the oils. You can you can mix them up with a little bit of coconut oil and rub that on and do that before you have friends over and that just kind of calms things out and has you feel a little bit happier. You can put it in the diffuser. At the clinic, we have a diffuser in every single room of, of the clinic and that just helps to clean the air, but it just makes it happier. People come in because they just like to say hi. It's just a very happy environment. Yeah, it changes, calming. It changes the whole energy of the place. Yeah, and there's, I think there's some good uh, Christmas scents from the. I think the oils make me look prettier. <laughs> I think it takes the wrinkles away. You think? I do. What, what kind of oils do you put for wrinkles? Do you put wrinkles? frankincense? Frankincense, yeah. It's. I mean, frankincense is a really high antioxidant, so it makes sense that it would do that. Makes sense of frankincense. It does make sense. <laughs> Thank you, Frank. Thank you, frankincense. Um, so what do you do for stressful relatives? You've you've had your um, share of stressful relatives over the years. I have lots of stories I could pull from, but... Um, <laughs> Let's not go there. No, we're not going to go there. So uh, how do you deal if there's just that person you're like, oh, my gosh, I'm so not looking forward to them coming over. I'm just dreading it. I just want to get through it. What? Well, you can't drink enough to take that away. <laughs> yeah. So I don't suggest alcohol, although some people do, but I don't because... It still, you know, attacks your whole body. But I think you have to decide you're just going to love them no matter what comes out of their mouth. Mm. You know, you have to see past. Everybody has junk. Mm. And some people like to bring out their junk on the holiday. Mm. So take that junk in your mind and just dump it, mm. you know. And if they, if they're just keep going with their junk, walk away and just keep walking away. You know, just go powder your nose and come back. And just get through it because it's not about you, mm. you know. It's about loving them, mm. period. And I know a lot of people have to drink to love their family, mm. especially those relatives that... Did you relate to that in the past? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, I did. I mean, you know, that's why I don't drink today. Mm. You know, I, I did. I thought alcohol just was the only way I could deal with certain people. mm and how do you feel like you handle those people now that you're not drinking anymore? Well, they're gone. The, pe- the people are gone? <laughs> but I miss them now. now the alcohol can go, too. I, I, I miss them now. I wish I could have been the woman I am today then. Mm. That I wouldn't give that power to those people to try to control 
me mm. because I'm a very wonderful woman. Mm. <laughs> I agree. And they, you know, other people, I let them control me. But if I would have just loved them the way that they needed to be loved, you know, God created me to love people. He created all of us to love people. And love is, is the thing that will break the back of awful people. Mm. It just will. Mm-hmm. It'll break, Because they don't know how to even handle that being loved. Yeah. And truly, it just everybody's got junk. Mm-hmm. And when you recognize that and you recognize the certain people that will tap into, they know they can get you, you know, get your goat kind of expression. Mm-hmm. I don't know why that. Get your goat? Yeah, what, what, is that? what does that mean? I'm really bad Did at I analogies. Did I make that up? I'm making, I, no, I've, I've heard, heard that analogies all the time, so I don't even know. Yeah, I heard that a lot. <laughs> but I don't even know what, why you even have a goat from it. But anyway... <laughs> They just know that they can say certain things and tap on certain things yeah. in who you are as a person and try to destroy you. Mm. And if they get to do that, you let them win. Mm-hmm. So before family comes to your house, I think you pray. Mm-hmm. I think you uh, realize that you are wonderful. You are made in the image of God. And what you give them when they come to the door is how God's going to love them. Mm. I think, too, really... If the reality is is that if someone makes you mad and really upsets you and you feel upset, that means that there's a need you have that's not being fulfilled. And if you start hosting a party from, you know, you're running on fumes and you're feeling like the way I do right now after a day of seeing 18 patients, um, then, I mean, if I were to host a party tonight, I'd probably just bite everyone's head off. You know, it's like it's it, you have to charge your batteries. I, I, I say this on the show a lot. You have to really take care of yourself. And, and that's, I think, especially important during this time and whatever that looks like for you. For you, it's listening to music. It's starting your day with your quiet time in the morning. Um, and, you know, for you guys listening, whatever it is that, that works for you, if it's getting a massage, I mean, that's huge. Just really pamper yourself. Start your day where you feel like you've kind of charged yourself, even if it's looking at YouTube and watching a, a comedy bit for 10 minutes. I mean, that for me does it. If in between patients, I'll listen to something on YouTube and just crack up, and it just makes me not, not stress so much, just the little things. So doing doing for yourself what it is that makes you really happy, I think, is really important. Dancing. I love to dance. Yeah. I mean, I'm dancing with that turkey. He's my partner in the morning. <laughs> you know, I'm dancing with the turkey. i am uh, got my hands in all the stuffing, and I'm, I'm doing all that fun stuff. You know, I, I'm being thankful I've got food to do this with. Right. You know, there's a lot of families that don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we had the beans and the ham hock for you know, holidays. Yeah. So I'm very thankful for the food that I get to play with. Well, one of the one of the most powerful things to get you off of the, you know, complaining wagon and, and really shift perspective during the holidays is to volunteer. Mm-hmm. To get out, see who needs some help, donate blankets, food, work at a soup kitchen, you know, maybe go and visit elderly people at a hospital or, you know, nursing, nursing home facility who don't have family. And that right there will just, like, take you out of it right away. Absolutely. You have no problems at all when you do that. Yeah. You don't see yourself at all anymore. Mm-hmm. You see what you can do for others. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a holiday that's really fun, I think. It is. So how does humor come into this? How do, how do you use humor for, for healing? Well... My first few Thanksgiving, you know, I I did the turkey with all the giblet stuff stuck in the plastic bag still in the <laughs> turkey. You know, and here I'm pulling out all the stuff and going, what? This? Ooh, is, this is this like a gift that comes with the turkey? <laughs> so I, I had those. I had those where I burned the pans 
so bad that I couldn't even pull it, pull it out of the oven because it stuck to everything. <laughs> um, you know, yeah, I, I had some really bad Thanksgivings, and everything was based on how all that was going to turn out, you mm-hmm. know? And um, I remember you saying sometimes growing up that uh, you, you uh, laughed because if you didn't, you'd cry. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, you know, I was raised by a single mom. So she really did a fabulous job on the Thanksgiving dinners, and we thought we had a lot. We never did. Yeah. But it was her attitude. Mm-hmm. Plus, she was not a great cook. Mom, I hope you're not listening to this ever. <laughs> oh. But she did the best she could do. I hate that expression sometimes, because I don't really think we do the best that we can do. Rarely. But anyway, we just, you know, yeah, my mom and food and I don't know. So over the years, you have really stepped up your cooking game in the kitchen. I I know I threw on the whole gluten-free thing on you guys, like, what, five, six years ago? Maybe before that. Is when I, well, I, think, I think you tried earlier, and, yeah. I, and I just said, okay, Lord, no. Yeah. I'm not going to do it. Yeah, just eat the turkey and you're done. That's mm-hmm. pretty much all. But now you and Dad have both gone gluten-free completely. So Well, yeah, because we feel so much better. Mm-hmm. You know, your father and I can move now. Yeah. Our joints aren't <laughs> crippled. So, That's true. Yeah, we feel better. And you've opened my eyes to what's important to look at food as medicine. I never looked at it as medicine. I always looked at food as survival. Mm. You know, give me that food and shut up. I don't care what's in it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you know, you know, now I realize that food, certain foods are poison. Mm-hmm. And so I try to do the best I can with um, the gluten free. I'm absolutely 100% on board with the gluten free now. Which, trust me, I've eaten so much bad gluten free stuff that <laughs> if anybody wants to write me, uh, I can tell them what works and what does not. Yeah. Um, and same thing for Thanksgiving. I think in the beginning, our gluten-free stuffings were, how would you describe hello? them? Hello, I'd look in the turkey cavity, and there was no stuffing. <laughs> I was like, what? Was it invisible stuffing? <laughs> it's gone. What happened to it? <laughs> but I've had to really uh, decide when I do my stuffing that I'm doing the gluten-free. By the way, this is for, for Williams-Sonoma. They make the best gluten-free cornbread, the very, very best. Mm. So I used that last year. For stuffing, and I think it turned out, don't you? Well, I didn't eat the other stuffing, but I remember people there saying it was as good or even better than the other stuffing. Yeah. So, and you make it with the with the Williams Sonoma cornbread, you the gluten free gluten free cornbread, and then that's the bread you put in the stuffing. Uh-huh. So, what made you use that? You just tried it out. It smelled good in the Williams Sonoma store one day. Yeah. I went, wow, that smells really good. And this salesman comes over and he goes, "What smells good?" <laughs> and I went. I don't know. What is it? Because it's our new gluten-free cornbread. And I went, oh, it can't smell good. Gluten-free is not good. It never smells good. And he goes, trust me. So he gave me a bite. And that's what and it's that's been history. for the last couple of years now. So The first time Dad didn't complain about gluten-free stuffing. Well, usually when the people are eating my gluten-free stuffing before last year, they everybody get up really fast and walk outside. I never knew what that meant. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> But, yeah, so it's not so scary anymore. Now mm-hmm. I can make, because I always took pride in my stuffing. Mm-hmm. I would always compete with my sister-in-law, and hers was always so awful. So I always thought I had the, the number one, and uh, it was pretty good. And then when you said no more gluten, you know, I started to choke myself because I didn't know what I was going to do. <laughs> so I just 
you know, I did everything, and now I'm on board with making really good stuffing again. Now, you talk about your spa turkey. What's your spa turkey? Well, that's the million-dollar turkey that's gluten-free that I still have to pluck the stupid feathers off of. It's like so natural. It's like, really? Wow. Clean the feathers if I'm going to pay $100 for a bird. But it does make a difference. Mm-hmm. You know, you it's just it's a clean-tasting turkey, and you really take, a lot of tender time with taking care of that turkey because you paid so much money for it. So you don't want to mess it up at all. So I brine my turkey and, you know, I just kind of baby it. And it is, it is my Motown partner in the morning because <laughs> they're normally pretty big. So this year you got turkey from Costco, right? So they I have did. Costco I actually has organic turkey. Did they have that before? They have. Okay. They've had Mary's. That's cool. That's cool. So any other favorite recipes that you like, things that you've... I know you, you like to make your cranberry sauce all by hand and stuff like that. Well, that's the one thing about you being a doctor now for your father and I. I do everything that's pretty much, there's nothing that's preserved. Yeah. I make it all fresh. It's it's a little bit more time, but you know what? You know each person that's putting that in their mouth, it's kind of medicine for them. Mm. And you provided that. Yeah. So that's very comforting. And uh I like the Brussels sprouts with the with the bacon, mm-hmm. and so I'm going to do it with butternut squash this year and pecans. Yeah, and then finish it with a little splash of balsamic vinegar. Ooh, that's really good. So my parents are actually with me for Thanksgiving this year. I just bought a place in Carlsbad, so they're going to join me. We don't have a table or chairs yet, so we're going to sit on the floor. We're sitting Indian style. <laughs> it's the first Indian, Indian Noel Thanksgiving yeah. dinner. Whatever. <laughs> we have some patio furniture, so we'll sit out there. Um, but that'll be fun. And and I think that's why my mom is so relaxed right now, because she's not having to cook for, like, 20 people. But more people can come over. We'll have plenty. Yeah. Oh, you guys come over. Um, cool. Well, last thing, just to finish up, I wanted to talk a bit about immune system uh, support during the holidays. This is obviously the time of year where people tend to get sick. And the flu shots are just rampant right now, which I'm generally not a fan of the flu shot. And, you know, unless someone's real immunocompromised or elderly, it's not something I typically recommend. There's so many things naturally that you can do to boost your immune system where that's not necessary. And, you know, there's from the, from the perspective of first, why are you getting sick? Is it because you're eating a lot of sugar? Is it because you're really stressed right now? Are you, you know, drinking more alcohol or more coffee? All of that's going to deplete your immune system and make you a bit more prone to getting sick. Also, just general hygiene. I'm not a fan of antibacterial things all over the place. I mean, the reality is is that is that germs in general are good for us. But at the same time, if you're traveling and you're, you know, not ever washing your hands, you are going to have a higher risk of getting sick. So just make sure to wash your hands, and you can use some natural anti, um, you know, antibacterial kinds of um, creams and gels and stuff. So just something that's ideally non-toxic without gnarly chemicals in there. Um, it's always good to go and check Environmental Working Group at ewg.org. You can always search for any of the products you use and see if they're safe and non-toxic. I like to have everything in my cabinet at a three or below in terms of the score, so you can check on that. Other things you can do, I love diffusers, so essential oil diffusers. I use it over at, um, I think that my, my essential oil site is drlowessentialoils.com, and that's pretty much the whole store we use at the clinic. We use on guard, it's a great essential oils blend of antimicrobial herbs, and it actually smells really good. It actually smells like Christmas. I wore this oil once when I was traveling on a plane. I put a scarf around my neck, and I put a few drops on my scarf, 
And as the flight attendant was walking up and down the aisle, all of a sudden he said very loudly, who smells like Christmas? And I was talking about me. So I smelled a little bit like a Christmas ornament, but I also was not getting sick. So it really helps to provide that kind of barrier around you so you're not getting all those germs on you. And then some really great supplements, things that we use here in the clinic. I use with my patients all the time and personally. There's vitamin C. Vitamin C is very antimicrobial. It also helps to boost the um, not only the immune system, but the adrenals as well. So during the holiday time, the adrenals can become more tired. So with vitamin C, you can really up the dose until you get loose stools. Ideally, you don't want to get raising diarrhea, but if you get a little bit of loose stools, you can back up to the previous dose, and that's how much you need. Typically, it's between 1 and 3,000 milligrams a day. And then vitamin D, it's a huge deficiency. It's really an epidemic. Most people are deficient, but I find even in Southern California and you know people getting sunshine, we still see deficiencies a lot. During the holiday times, about 5,000 IUs is a good number to shoot for. Ideally, you want to get a blood test from your doctor and see, and the optimal range is about a 70 is what you want to shoot for. There's also zinc. Zinc is loaded in oysters. It's also high in uh, pumpkin seeds. So eating a little bit more of those foods would be great. If you're not a fan of oysters, you can do about 15 to 30 milligrams a day of zinc, and that's also really going to help to boost that. And then vitamin A. Vitamin, vitamin A is the ingredient in our immune shot at the clinic. We can't even we can't even keep enough in stock because people come go through that so quickly. And vitamin A is probably the best antiviral that I've seen in my practice. And you don't want to take it if you have a liver disease or if you're breastfeeding or if you're pregnant. Um, but if not, you can do a decent amount of vitamin A. By the way, keep in mind all of this is just what I do with my practice. I'm not prescribing this for you guys, so definitely run this past your own doctor. Um, this is not medical advice for you guys, so gotta get that little disclaimer. But um, typically about 10 to 20,000 I use a vitamin A. And then if you're getting sick, you can obviously go higher on that dose. Elderberry is a great herb uh, for antiviral. It's great for kids. If you have your little ones who are getting sick, do an elderberry syrup. They love to taste. It tastes good. And it's also great uh, for viruses. And um, also medicinal mushrooms. These are not shrooms. I'm not talking about <laughs> mind-bending herb- <laughs> mushrooms here. I'm talking about the immune-boosting herbs. Uh, or mushrooms, there's reishi, there's cordyceps, um, uh, what are the other ones off the top of my head? We have immune blend here at the clinic. It's a, uh, it's a powder you can add right into your smoothies. If it's something you guys want to use at home, give us a call at Shine. Um, you can check us out on shinenaturalmedicine.com. We're always happy to send anything out to you if you're wanting to boost your immune system. And then lastly is probiotics. So uh, about 10 to 20 billion per day is a good, you know, maintenance dose for that. You want to look for a good lactobacillus and bifidus and, um, you know, more than what you're going to get in yogurt. Yogurt also tends to be very high in sugar. So um, and typically a serving of yogurt has about 1 billion, so you're not really going to get enough of that. But during the holidays, it's great to, to take a good probiotic um, as well. What else? And sleep. Can't forget about sleep. Good, you know, good six to eight hours, ideally, you know, seven to eight Everybody's different. The way to know how much sleep you need to get is how long does it take for you to just wake up on your own? If there's a normal time you tend to wake up every morning, that might be how how much sleep you need uh, for most people. So I always say every hour before midnight counts as two. So the time you go to sleep is important. Ideally, you know, a couple hours after the sun goes down. It's obviously going to be a lot more sleep during the winter time since it's a lot more darkness during this time. But it is natural to sleep more in the winter time. In the summer, there are a lot longer days. You don't need as much sleep in the summer. But in the wintertime, this is the time of hibernation. It's a time to really relax and unwind and, and you know, spend more time just kind of kicking back and relaxing and recharging. So that's another great one. And then your favorite is exercise, right? Right. Get out there and walk before you dance with turkey. 
out there and get some sunshine, some fresh air. Go, go, go hiking. Go for a walk. Get, get some of those good. You can actually get essential oils um, out in nature. You don't have to have it out of a bottle. So go get those immune boosting kind of chemicals from plants just from walking and getting some some of your nature time. I think those are our favorite immune boosters. Anything else you think of? I think if you look at this holiday with a thankful heart mm-hmm. and with intentions to have a thankful heart, your holiday is going to be different. Yeah, hundred percent. Make Thanksgiving different. Yes, I like that. Make Thanksgiving different. Make it to where everyone at the end of spending time together really just goes, wow, that was really special. And you know, nobody likes that. to listen to people complain. Yeah. So bring your bring your list of thankfulness to your family's house for, mm-hmm. for dinner. That thankful list is so much better than that, oh, woe is me, because nobody wants to hear it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hear that. Awesome. Cool. Any parting words, Mama? I love you. I love you. Thanks for letting me do this. Of course. It's fun. Hopefully you guys... Yeah, it's fun. We should do this every year. Hope you guys had some fun little nuggets you got out of this. And if anything, just go dance to Motown in your your kitchen. uh, Marvin Gaye. Play some Marvin Gaye. Hey. Yeah. (laughs) All right, you guys. Love you guys. Have a great week. Happy holidays. Happy Thanksgiving. And uh, we'll check you next week. Check us out at shinenaturalmedicine.com. And... um, Have a great one. Bye. Have a great one. North Pole Hotline, Mrs. Claus here. My holiday shopping list is so big, I can't wait for Black Friday. Get to Old Navy's biggest sale of the year starting tomorrow. Old Navy? Beat the crowds for 50% off your entire purchase. 50% off? Plus, this Friday only, Old Navy's famous cozy socks are just a buck in stores. Old Navy's giving $1 for every pair sold up to a million dollars to boys and girls clubs. So I can do good, look good, and get 50% off your entire purchase at Old Navy and OldNavy.com. Valid 1121 to 1123. Exclusions apply. See store for details. Cozy socks valid 1123 in stores only. Limit 10. Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, this is pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.